0: Good afternoon. This is All India Radio. I'm Abhishek Mukhopadhyay and with me is V.C. Prabhunt with the Midday News. The Headlines Prime Minister Narendra Modi conducts aerial survey of areas of Gujarat and Dew devastated by extremely severe cyclonic storm, Tao Union Health Minister Dr. Harjwadun says COVID testing to be scaled up to over 25 lakh tests per day, holding meeting with whole health ministers of nine states to review COVID-19 situation and progress of vaccination drives in West Bengal and northeastern states. Union Minister Nitin Gadkari suggests more companies be given license to manufacture COVID-19 vaccines, considering the huge demand in the country. National COVID recovery rate further improves to 86.23% in the country. Over 3 lakh 89 thousand recover from COVID in the last 24 hours. India's cumulative COVID-19 vaccination coverage exceeds 18 crore 58 lakh doses. Johnson & Johnson joins hands with Telangana firm for manufacturing Janssen COVID-19 vaccine. Minister of State for External Affairs v. Muldidharan reiterates India's commitment to build a more resilient and stronger Africa. U.S. House of Representative Speaker Nancy Pelosi calls for American diplomatic boycott of 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing over Chinese human rights abuses. And West Indies names 18-player squad for three back-to-back five-match T20 International Series against South Africa, Australia and Pakistan. As the number of COVID cases is on the rise, we appeal to our listeners not to lower the guard, take all the precautions and all those above 45 years who have taken the first dose of COVID-19 vaccine to get vaccinated with second dose at the scheduled time. Stay safe and protected by following these three simple steps. Wear a face mask. Maintain dogas ki duri for social distancing. Focus on hand and face hygiene. And now the news in detail. Prime Minister Narendra Modi is conducting aerial survey of the areas of Gujarat and Dew which were devastated by extremely severe cyclonic storm, Taute. Gujarat Chief Minister Vijay Rupani is also accompanying the Prime Minister Modi during this aerial survey. According to sources, Prime Minister Modi will survey Una, Dew, Zafarabad, Mahuva on Saurashtra coast. Mr. Modi will also hold a review meeting at Ahmedabad Airport before departure for Delhi this afternoon. Earlier, the Prime Minister was received by Gujarat Governor Acharya Devrat and Chief Minister Vijay Rupani on his arrival at Bhavnagar Airport. Now we go live to Ahmedabad to, to get the latest update from a correspondent, Yogesh Pandya. Yogesh, can you please give us details of the aerial survey by the Prime Minister? Yeah,
1: Abhishek, uh, as, uh, as you know, Prime Minister Narendra Modi today conducted an aerial survey of the worst affected areas by the extremely severe cyclonic storm. Gujarat Chief Minister Vijay Rupani also joined him during the aerial survey. Coastal districts of Gujarat, uh, uh, including Gir, Somnath, Baunagar, Amreli, and Dew, suffered the maximum destruction due to the uh, strong winds and heavy rains during the cyclonic storm on Monday night. During the aerial survey, Prime Minister takes stop of the huge devastation in Una, Jaffrabad, Mahua, and Dew. Apart from several deaths, the cyclonic storm has caused maximum damages to the slums and houses of the people agriculture and horticulture crops of the farmers and electricity and road infrastructure. The coastal region of Gir Somnath, Amrili, Junagar, Bhavnagar, and Deer are also known for its famous kesar mango, coconuts and bananas, which had suffered the maximum loss. Uh, St- uh, State Revenue Minister Kosi Patel today announced the survey work of damages in the cyclonic areas. Uh, he also said that survey work will be sped up as soon as the normalcy in the affected areas. Uh, as uh, I told you, Prime Minister Modi is uh, now about to reach Ahmedabad airport uh, where he will review the situation caused by the severe cyclonic storm. Uh, uh, Prime Minister uh, will hold a meeting with uh, Chief Minister Vijay Rupani, Deputy Chief Minister Nitin Patel and other senior ministers and officers uh, will also join the meeting. Uh, uh, as per the sources, uh, Chief Minister Vijay Rupani uh, likely to demand uh, some uh, a uh, uh, relief package from Prime Minister Narendra Modi, uh, and uh, it is expected that uh, Prime Minister Modi uh, will announce a uh, uh, relief package for the uh, cyclone heat, uh, cyclone affected people. Abhishek.
0: Right. Uh, thank you, Yogesh, for that update. Well, moving on, Union Health Minister Dr. Harsh Radhan today visited Sadar Hospital in the national capital and reviewed steps taken to bolster preparedness for managing COVID-19 cases. He also took stock of the development and construction of an additional block in the hospital premises for enhancing the patient care capacity at the hospital. Dr. Harshwadar inspected the oxygen plant installed in the hospital premises, which has been recently made operational with the aid received from the PMKs fund. He informed that another oxygen plant of two metric tons production capacity has also been developed at Sabdarjung Hospital, which will become operational in the next one month. Union Health Minister said that the centre is taking every possible step to ensure proper care of COVID patients. He said the country has considerably scaled up COVID testing with over 20 lakh tests done in the last 24 hours. He asserted the country will soon further scale it up at 25 lakh tests per day. On this occasion, the health minister also expressed deep grief of the demise of doctors, frontline workers and journalists due to the pandemic. Health and Family Welfare Minister Dr. Harish Vardhan is holding a meeting with the health ministers of nine states. The meeting is being held to review the current COVID-19 situation and progress of vaccination drives in West Bengal, Assam, Manipur, Meghalaya, Mizoram, Nagaland, Tripura, Sikkim and Arunachal Pradesh. Amid the second wave of COVID-19 pandemic, several northeastern states and West Bengal are witnessing a spike in coronavirus cases. The country is registering a decline in active caseloads and fresh coronavirus cases. With this, the recovery rate is continuously improving in the country. But still, several states and union territories are registering a spike in new cases. The Health and Family Welfare Ministry has said after registering the highest number of recoveries yesterday, over 3,89,000 patients have recovered from coronavirus disease within 24 hours. The recovery rate has further improved to 86.23% in the country. So far, over 2 crore 19 lakh patients have already recovered from this infection. The active caseload comprises 12.65% of the cumulative positive cases and it is continuously declining. It said there are over 32,26,000 active cases in the country at present. The country has registered over 2,67,000 new COVID cases in the last 24 hours. A total of 4,529 deaths have been reported in the country within 24 hours, taking the toll to over 2,83,000 across the country. This is the highest number of deaths in a single day since the outbreak of the pandemic in the country. Meanwhile, ICMR has informed that the highest number of over 20 lakh COVID tests were conducted in a single day on a previous day. So far, over 32 crore tests have already been conducted in the country. India has administered over 18 crore 58 lakh COVID vaccine doses to the beneficiaries so far. The Health and Family Welfare Ministry has said that over 13 lakh 12,000 vaccine doses were administered to the beneficiaries in the last 24 hours. Union Minister Nitin Gadkari suggested that considering the huge demand for the COVID vaccines in the country, more companies should be given license to manufacture them. Speaking in a virtual event amid the presence of Minister of State for Chemicals and Fertilizers, Mansuk Mandavia, and Vice-Chancellors of several universities, Mr. Gadkari said that license to manufacture the vaccines can be given to 10 more companies to ramp up the vaccine production. He added that if the production becomes surplus in the future, then the vaccines can also be exported to countries where it is needed. Highlighting the fact that at least two to three laboratories in every state in the country has the infrastructure to produce the vaccines, Mr. Gadkari suggested that they may be roped in to ramp up the production on a business-based model with 10% royalty to the original developers. He affirmed that such model will help ease the vaccine demand in the country in just 15 to 20 days.
2: President of the Indian Medical
0: Association, I am Dr. J.A. Jailal has asked the center to scale up vaccination on an extensive level. Speaking to a news agency, Dr. Jailal today said that the only way forward is to tackle the pandemic, is to vaccinate maximum people in the shortest possible time. He said that the centre must procure maximum vaccines and decentralise the whole process as far as possible. IMA President suggested that door-to-door vaccination should be done in order to maximise the reach of vaccination and prepare the country for the imminent third wave of coronavirus. Talking about the vaccination of those already recovered from the COVID infection, Dr. Jalal said government should reconsider the decision of inoculating them vaccines after six months. He said the decision should be revisited based on scientific evidences. Ministry of Child and Women Development has appealed to people to inform at Childline Toll-Free Helpline number 1098 if they come across any child which needs counselling or any assistance. The Ministry has alerted the Team Childline 1098 to engage with authorities to ensure safety of children affected by COVID-19 pandemic. This helpline works round the clock on all days. Regional aims are playing an instrumental role in dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic by providing advanced COVID care to the patients. The Union Government is continuously ramping up the bed capacities in these regional aims situated in different parts of the country to fulfill the growing demand. The Health and Family Welfare Ministry has said that a total of 1,925 ICU beds and 908 ICU ventilator beds are available for the COVID patients in the 12 regional aims. Within a span of one month, over 600 ICU beds and 378 ICU ventilator beds have been added in these aims. The capacities of these new aims to handle COVID cases have been reinforced by the central government through allocations of medical equipment and essential medicines. Regional aims have been set up under Pradhan Mantri Swasta Suraksha Yojana, which was launched to address the imbalances in availability of tertiary care hospitals and improve medical education in the country. So far, approval has been given to 22 new AIMS hospitals of these, the ones at Bhopal, Bhubaneswar, Jodhpur, Patna, Raipur and Rishikesh are fully functional. Haryana reported 7,774 COVID-19 positive cases and 14,897 recoveries in the last 24 hours. 75,914 COVID patients are under treatment in the state. The COVID recovery rate is 88.33%, while positivity rate is 8.48%. The state has 124 fatalities, and the fatality rate is 0.98%. Across the country, volunteer groups are stepping in to to the call of distress given by the families of those devastated by the pandemic. With thousands of people in distress, the support extended by NGOs has helped the public in getting hospital beds, oxygen, life-saving medicines and even decent cremation. In Bengaluru, several such groups have taken initiatives to reach out to those in distress. More from our Bengaluru correspondent.
2: A student run volunteer team called Bengaluru Student Community is helping patients get ICU beds. Another group of civil defense volunteers too are involved in social service for the covid patients. A group called here I am Squad is helping families to bury their covid infected kin. As part of the group the final year student of social work Nicole and a final year MPPS student Tina have helped bury those dead due to the covid-19 virus. Youth for SEWA is helping distribute covid-19 home care kits consisting of essential medicines pulse oximeter thermometer three layered cloth mask ors and hand sanitizers ngos like good quest foundation corona care project vision don bosco ECHO, and orion seva have come forward to supply nutritious food to the homes of covid positive patients under home quarantine in bengaluru Sudhindra air news bengaluru
0: karnataka chief minister b s yediyurappa has announced a relief package of 1250 crore rupees For those distressed by the COVID infused lockdown, auto rickshaw, taxi, and maxi cab drivers will be given a relief of 3000 rupees. This will benefit 2.1 lakh drivers. Construction workers, too, will get 3000 rupees. The workers in the unorganized sector, like barbers, washermen, tailors, rag pickers, potters, mechanics, domestic workers, and leather industry workers, will get 2000 rupees relief. Street side vendors registered under Art Nidhi too will get two thousand rupees. Around sixteen thousand artists will also get three thousand rupees. A one time relief of ten thousand rupees per hectare is announced for the flower growing farmers incurring losses. In Chhattisgarh, Anganwari workers and Mitanins are playing an important role in the prevention of corona infection. Chief Minister Bhupesh Bhagyal has lauded the contribution. Our correspondent reports that there are about 42,000 Anganwari workers and 18,000 Sahayikas working in the state. Here is a report.
3: Aganbadi workers and sahikas have gone door to door in rural areas by making direct contact with about 25 lakh families to not only make them aware about preventive measures but also inspired them for vaccination against COVID-19. To break the chain of covid infection, these workers are visiting various villages to identify people showing symptoms of corona infection like cold, cough and fever. So far, more than 4, 50 thousand such people have been identified and they have been given medicine kits. In Dhamtari District, Aganbari workers and mitanins are writing inspiration messages on walls to motivate villagers to adopt corona-appropriate behavior and also inspire them for COVID vaccination. Vikal Pashukla, AIR News, Raipur.
0: Amidst the devastating second wave of COVID-19 in major parts of the country, there are around 47 tribal hamlets in Maharashtra's Dhule district, which have not reported even a single case of coronavirus. The efforts taken by the Gram Panchayats and the health department staff have resulted in zero cases of COVID in these tribal hamlets. More from a Mumbai correspondent.
2: Dhule is one of the backward regions of the state and has witnessed surge in COVID-19 cases last year as well as this year. However, the 47 tribal hamlets in this district have been immune to COVID-19. It is a shining example of a coherent efforts taken by the people living in these hamlets, officials from the Gram Panchayat, health officials, Asha workers and Anganwadi workers. Apart from following the three golden rules of wearing a face mask, washing hands regularly and maintaining social distancing, the villagers did not allow the outsiders to enter these hamlets which eventually safeguarded them from COVID-19. One of the interesting aspects of these hamlets is that the houses out here are a distance from each other, which naturally shields the people from coming into a direct face-to-face contact with one another. With Nitin Jadhav from Dhule, this is Kunal Shinde, AIR News, Mumbai. The Assam government has decided to provide free power supply
0: to new oxygen plants that would be set up in the state. The decision was taken in the cabinet meeting held in Kohati today. The step has been taken to avert any oxygen crisis in the state. The cabinet meeting has also decided to provide 100% free power supply for reviving closed oxygen plants. On the other hand, the existing oxygen plant would also get 20% free power supply. You are listening to the Midday News on All India Radio. A reminder of the headlines before we move on. Prime Minister Narendra Modi conducts aerial survey of areas of Gujarat and Diu devastated by extremely severe cyclonic storm toptain. Union Health Minister Dr. Harsh Wadhan says COVID testing to be scaled up to over 25 lakh tests per day, holding meeting with health ministers of nine states to review COVID-19 situation and progress of vaccination drives in West Bengal and northeastern states. Union Minister Nitin Gadkari suggests more companies be given license to manufacture COVID-19 vaccines, considering the huge demand in the country. National COVID recovery rate further improves to 86.23% in the country. Over 3,89,000 recover from COVID in the last 24 hours. India's cumulative COVID-19 vaccination coverage exceeds 18 crore 58 lakh doses. Johnson & Johnson joins hands with Telangana Firm for manufacturing Janssen COVID-19 vaccine. Minister of State for External Affairs V. Murli Dharan reiterates India's commitment to build a more resilient and stronger Africa. U.S. House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi calls for American diplomatic boycott of 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing over Chinese human rights abuses. West Indies names 18 players squad for three back to back five match T20 international series against South Africa, Australia, and Pakistan. For quick news updates round the clock, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Hello. pharmaceutical company Johnson & Johnson has joined hands with Telangana-based Biological E-Limited for the manufacturing of COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine named Janssen COVID-19 is currently approved in US, Europe and other nations, including Thailand and South Africa. Johnson & Johnson has said in the media statement that it is working with Biological E-Limited on the manufacturing of the COVID-19 vaccine. It added that the company is working round-the-clock to develop and broadly activate manufacturing capabilities to supply COVID-19 vaccines worldwide. Singapore government called in India's High Commissioner today to convey strong objection to Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal's tweet on Singapore variant of the COVID-19. The Indian High Commissioner clarified that Delhi Chief Minister had no competence to pronounce on COVID variants or civil aviation policy. In a series of tweets, External Affairs Minister Dr. S. Jai Shankar said the Delhi Chief Minister does not speak for India. He cautioned that irresponsible comments from those who should know better can damage long-standing partnerships. The minister said Singapore and India have been solid partners in the fight against COVID-19. He appreciated Singapore's role as a logistics hub and oxygen supplier, saying the gesture of deploying military aircraft to help India speaks of the exceptional relationship. Responding to Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri said that international flights have been closed since March last year. Mr Puri said that there is no air bubble with Singapore. He added that only some Vande Bharat flights bring back Indians stranded there. He said these are our own people. Mr Puri added we are keeping an eye on the situation and all the precautions are being taken film actor rakesh bedi says that one should follow the covid protocol in place as well as have a positive approach towards life to beat the present pandemic situation
4: hame ye koshish karni ki corona humko dhoond hi na paaye to uske jo kuch tarike hain pehla tarika to yehi hai ki hamesha mask laga ke rakhiye karan ye hai ki agar muh pe mask hoga to corona ke keetanu aapke sharir mein pravesh nahi kar payenge और दूसरा 6 फुट की जो सामाजिक दूरी है वो हमेशा बनाए रखिए और तीसरा तरीका आप जानते हैं कि साबुन से या सैनिटाइजर से हाथ धोते रहिए बिना कारण बिना वजह घर से बाहर मत निकलिए और किसी फंक्शन में तो बिल्कुल मत जाइए अपनी सोच को हमेशा सकारात्मक रखिए क्योंकि क्या है कि अगर आपकी मेंटल हेल्थ स्ट्रांग होगी तो आप किसी भी महामारी का मुकाबला बड़े आराम से कर पाएंगे तो ये बहुत जरूरी है जैसे किसी ने कहा है कि दिल ना उम्मीद तो नहीं दिल ना उम्मीद तो नहीं नाकाम ही तो है लंबी है गम की शाम मगर शाम ही तो है और मैं एक बात को हमेशा मानता हूं कि कोरोना को हराना है तो पॉजिटिव रखिए अपनी सोच और नेगेटिव रखिए अपने
3: रिपोर्ट
0: Minister of State for External Affairs V. Dharan reiterated India's commitment to build a more resilient and stronger Africa. He was delivering India's message at the Summit on Financing African Economies, hosted by French President Emmanuel Macron. The minister highlighted India's unique development partnership with Africa, characterized by innovation, local needs and transparency. Presently, there are over 89 projects across 41 countries in Africa that have been implemented with Indian concessional credit. Mr. Muldidharan said numerous digital innovations have emerged from the India-Africa partnership. He added that under the Vaccine Maitri initiative, India supplied 24.7 million doses of made-in-India COVID vaccines as grants and commercial and COVAX supplies to 42 countries in Africa. Since early 60s, the Tibetan took refuge in India and many settled in Leh, Ladakh, with similar religion and near-matching food and cultural practices. Ladakh became the second home for the Tibetans. Ever since, apart from the Ladakhis, All India Radio Leh is a companion for a large number of Tibetans in this part of the country. On the occasion of Golden Jubilee Year of EIR Leh, a lay Le correspondent has filed this report.
5: Tibetan population believes Ladakh is their second home. Hard-working Tibetans settled in several villages in border areas of Changthang region and equally sizable numbers in Leh and a few in Kargil as well. When they moved from Tibet to Ladakh region, language was a barrier to them. However, they adapted to Ladakhi language and learned it for survival. All-timers say initially A.I.R. Leh was a tool for them to learn the language. With changing times, tech-savvy Tibetan youth also continue to listen to A.I.R for information and entertainment. Ladakh Tibetan Youth Congress President Mr. Kusang Dechin said,
3: We get everything Source of knowledge, information up to date that, that All India Radio has given an opportunity to have our kind of a program, so called Gangri We used to highlight our Tibetan history, culture, tradition, which is quite similar to Nadaki histories and cultures, so and so.
5: On AIR Lay Golden Jubilee year, greeting the listeners, Prasar Bharti and All India Radio Lay, Mr. Kusang hoped that radio will continue to serve people, especially in the far flung and border areas in Ladakh.
3: I congratulations for All India Radio for the glorious 50 years of its achievement and we look forward for the same status in the coming years too.
5: air Leh has been running Kangri-Nurbu, an exclusive program on every Thursday for Tibetans since 1980s in Ladakh region. Kangri-Nurbu touches upon all issues related to Tibetan community in Ladakh. This is Punso Gwangmo reporting from All India radio Leh.
0: U.S. House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi has called for a U.S. diplomatic boycott of the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. She criticized China for human rights abuses, saying global leaders who attend would lose their moral authority. Pelosi, a Democrat, told a bipartisan congressional hearing on the issue that heads heads of state around the world would shun the Games scheduled for February. She said that let's not honor the Chinese government by having heads of state go to China. Chinese Embassy spokesman Liu Pengyu told media that U.S. attempts to interfere in China's domestic affairs over the Olympics were doomed to fail. The West Indies yesterday named 18-man squad for the three back-to-back five-match T20i series against South Africa, Australia and Pakistan. Karin Pollard, who led the team to the ODI and T20i series win against Sri Lanka, will continue to captain the team. Nicholas Purin will play the role of Pollard's deputy. West Indies head coach Phil Simmons expressed confidence going into the summer and said that he was looking forward to the upcoming World Cup in India. Vice President M. Venkai Naidu has paid tributes to former President Neelam Reddy on his birth anniversary today. In a tweet, Mr. Naidu said that Neelam Reddy maintained high values of utmost integrity as a freedom fighter, brilliant administrator and later as a president. Mr. Naidu added that he will always be remembered for his sterling contribution to nation building. Now, let us take a look at the weather report and forecast for today. National Capital Delhi is having generally cloudy sky with heavy rain. The maximum temperature will be around 28 degrees Celsius. The minimum was 20 degrees. Mumbai is facing generally cloudy sky with light rain or drizzle. Maximum temperature will be 30 degrees Celsius, rising from a lower level of 25 degrees Kolkata is having partly cloudy sky with possibility of moderate rain or thunderstorm. The city temperature will move from a minimum of 29 degrees Celsius to a maximum of around 39 degrees. Chennai is witnessing generally cloudy sky with light rain or drizzle. The upper limit of temperature will be 34 degrees Celsius, while the lower limit was 29 degrees. Srinagar is facing partly cloudy sky with possibility of rain or thunderstorm or dust storm. The temperature will hover between 13 and 26 degrees Celsius. Jammu is partly cloudy with possibility of rain or thunderstorm or dust storm. The temperature will rise from a minimum of 23 degrees Celsius to a maximum of around 39 degrees. Leh is seeing mainly clear sky. The upper limit of temperature will be around 17 from a minimum of 4 degrees Celsius. Yilgir is having partly cloudy sky. Temperature will move from a minimum of 17 to a maximum of 31 degrees Celsius. In Muzaffarabad, sky is partly cloudy. The temperature will increase from a minimum of 14 degrees Celsius to a maximum of around 26 degrees. Dehradun is experiencing partly cloudy sky with possibility of rain or thunderstorm or dust storm. The upper limit of temperature would be around 34 degrees from a minimum 21 degrees. Chandigarh sky is generally cloudy with one or two spreads of rain or thundershows Temperature likely to rise up to 27 degrees Celsius from 25 degrees. In Hyderabad, the rain or thundershows would occur towards evening or night. The temperatures will fluctuate between 25 to 36 degrees Celsius. Ahmedabad is having generally cloudy sky with light rain. The maximum temperature was around 35 degrees, while the minimum was 23 degrees. Patna is witnessing partly cloudy sky. Temperature is moving from 28 to 38 degrees Celsius. In Guwahati, the sky is generally cloudy with one or two spells of rain or thundershows. The maximum temperature was, will be nearly 32 degrees Celsius, while the minimum was 22 degrees Celsius. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi conducts aerial survey of areas of Gujarat and Dew, devastated by extremely severe cyclonic storm, Tawte. Union Health Minister Dr. Harshvardhan says COVID testing to be scaled up to over 25 lakh tests per day, holding meeting with health ministers of nine states to review COVID-19 situation and progress of vaccination drives in West Bengal and northeastern states. Union Minister Nitin Gadkari suggests more companies be given license to manufacture COVID 19 vaccines, considering the huge demand in the country. National COVID recovery rate further improves to 86.23% in the country. Over 3,89,000 recover from COVID in the last 24 hours. India's cumulative COVID 19 vaccination coverage exceeds 18 crore 58 lakh doses. Johnson & Johnson joins hands with Telangana firm for manufacturing Janssen COVID 19 vaccine. Minister of State for Affairs, the Muldidharan, reiterates India's commitment to build a more resilient and stronger Africa. U.S. House of Representative Speaker Nancy Pelosi calls for American diplomatic boycott of 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing over Chinese human rights abuses. And with that, we end the Minter News.